0: We are the Man in the Cannon Podcast, and we are bringing you the CBJ Forecast. You never know what we're talking about, but we're the best fucking podcast around. The CBJ News and unprofessional views will certainly satisfy your Blue Jackets Podcast Fix.
1: Yeah! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Man in the Cannon Podcast podcast. Your number one CBJ fan podcast. We got our boys with us. We got Mr. Locon. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back here in the
0: D-Gen Den. Tour. Evening, evening, gentlemen.
2: Even, evening, gentlemen. Even, gents. <laughs> oh, we changed What it a up. beautiful evening. Dude, at that. What a nice oh, day God. out here
0: sitting outside. Got, got our beers cracked. Yeah, I got, got the, the doors. doors to the den open. Yeah, a it, nice breeze coming in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you can't beat that. My favorite yep. time of year. We
1: got the top down in the D-Gen den. Let's get, it. Let's get to it, boys. First and foremost, Mr. Locon, what, what are we talking about?
0: First and foremost, I was hoping we could change uh, the title of this podcast and start talking about the Browns because uh, <laughs> we're kind of – are we done talking about the Blue Jackets? I mean, I don't know. Like, this team's garbage, right? Um, I was joking about that, and Eric's not going to let me change the subject. We're still going to talk about the Blue Jackets because we love them so much. <laughs> it's a love-hate thing kind of right now, but now we're excited to get into this – blue jackets content albeit they are not playing uh up to snuff but hey unfortunately we're sticking with not. them boys yep we're still fans of this team through the thick and thin right till death do us part
1: all right mr locon your favorite position
0: my favorite position and there's just something about it man i don't know what it is i've always been a goalie guy something about the position attracts me i think it's one of the hardest positions to play in professional sports. So let's talk about the goalie. Tandem. Oh, we're He's talking about
2: true. hockey positions. Okay.
0: No, professional <laughs> sports goalie. <laughs> gotcha. Hardest position in the world. We're not
1: changing the subject of the pod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I am kind of I kind of want to dive into this goalie tandem because I'm fucking over it, dude. I'm over the goalie tandem bullshit like and it, I think it kind of goes back to the old football adage of if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one right? If you're playing two guys, you don't have one guy. And I think that we might be seeing some of that with this team right now, the Jackets, you know? We're throwing in Corposalo. He has a great game. Uh, And then the next night, we're throwing in Elvis. Uh, And then the next night, we're throwing in Corpy. There's just, we can't seem to be getting any consistency with this team. And to me, it's not really helping matters that we're changing our goalie every single night. Now, people, you know, goalies might... The argument is, well, they don't have much to do with the flow of the game. All they're in there to do is stop the puck, and I get that. But there's there's something about being a goalie and getting this groove going, dude, right, of getting in and playing for multiple games, being that starter, feeling confident that it's your net. And I, we just do not see that from this team right now. They can't seem to figure out things defensively, and we can't seem to find that consistent goaltending, you know, action that we desperately need so i don't know i'm kind of over what do you guys think should we pick one guy and stick with him i think that if we're going to run two goalies
2: it's got to be at stretches at a time you have to like you were saying we can't we can't do this flip and flop you know we've got to give them either an entire series depending on how the schedule works out because we had a couple days just this week where we had several days in between games you know So I think that if we're going to have a consistent two goalie mindset, they've got to play full series at a time, if not two full series at a time, then they get the rest. But this back and forth one to two games and then we switch off to our other goalie. It's not consistent. It's not helping the flow of the game and it's not helping us at all. Stopping I think it has a big
0: effect on our defensemen, too. Absolutely. Because the goalies uh, in, in communication with the defensemen a lot throughout the game. And the way that those two goalies play the puck is incredibly different. Corpusalo's much more, uh, you know, reserved, conservative with the puck, whereas Elvis is not afraid to get out there and play the puck behind the net and make some passes. So it's like, okay, well, who's in net tonight? That's going to dictate and kind of change the way that I need to attack getting the puck out of the zone. And so, I, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, because Corpy looks good occasionally. He'll have some good games. He's had some stellar fucking amazing saves. You know, some of the some of the best saves in the NHL so far this year. And then, I don't know, we throw Elvis in. And, and Elvis looks okay. and But I feel like don't, nobody's able to just get their groove going. Nobody's able to find that consistent game that we desperately need. Excuse me, I just
1: burped. One other point I'm going to bring up in this is the fact that the best teams in the league have one goalie. They bring in their backup goalie kind of as just On a back-to-back back or
0: something, right? Yeah. You know, you're not going to throw Vasilevsky out there like three nights in a row. You're going to put McElhaney in like one of those two nights.
1: Something like that. Yep. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, all these teams, you know, Boston, one goalie. Right. Halak will play every once in a while. Yep. Uh, you know, Vegas having one of the best seasons. They're playing Flurry all the time. Yep. You know, yep. Yeah, I, I think you and then and then who do they have that? We got Mark. He's hurt, or, or the, uh, who's their backup? Whoever he, is. Uh, it doesn't matter.
0: He's come. He just comes that in. That one guy that signed there, I can't remember his name.
1: Whatever his name is, who cares? He's a backup goalie. He doesn't care. He doesn't matter because they're a good team. They play one goalie. Right.
2: Yeah, I think you get Corpy in a groove, and you know you give him a rest night, and if Elvis, if he plays a shootout or a shutout. I think you absolutely give him the next game. You know, let Corpy take another day off if if he's hot, you know. And then he gets tight, you know, and Corpy gives up three or four, or Elvis gives up three or four, you know. Okay, it's time to move back to Corpy. But I think I think Corpy should be number one if he's going to start playing hot. And then we just keep riding it. You like You got to ride the hot goalie, no matter. Absolutely. And I've, even
0: if even if we haven't really gotten a good hot goalie streak kind of going, it's been there. At times a little bit with Corpus And
2: then they just flip it. And then they'll flip it. And and, put Elvis in. And get Corby
0: out of his groove. Yep. And Elvis is in there. And he, you know, I've been quite surprised at how Elvis has played this year. He does not look as uh, confident in the net. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem to be seeing the puck well. He seems to be reacting to the puck more than uh, kind of predicting or being in position and letting the puck come to him. He seems to be a little shaky and kind of feeling a little anxious and fidgety at the puck. So I, I don't know. I just I'm, – I'm tired of it. I, I think um, I think going with one guy, why not? Nothing else is working, right? Like we right. haven't we, – we got a little bit of a streak going here. You know, we won two games against Carolina. We dropped one the other night, which we can't even score a fucking goal in. Yeah, that was – But we got him again tomorrow night, so who knows. Maybe we, maybe we do string some more here together. But my bet is the way that this team has looked cons- over the course of this season, I don't see how any consistency is going to come up. In our play, unless we devise and, or figure out uh, a specific, devise, yeah,
1: manipulate out. the score.
0: Figure out a favor. way to get the, one of these goalies hot, and get them a streak going.
2: Well, on. I think that's where it starts. I mean, one of your most consistent players on the ice is the goalie. Got to be a know, from game to game, yeah. you know. So I think that, and, and it's it's a lot of a mentality thing too. You know, you give Corpia a hot hand, and I hate using mentality. Uh, because it's not a measurable metric.
1: Schmentality. Yeah. You got to use uh, Schmentality. You got to use that instead.
2: Yeah. But I, I think I think it does play into these guys' hand. And with them,
0: They're in their own head, you know? Yeah, I mean, Corp- or, uh, Elvis has even said it. He's like, I can't really find – I can't get confident in the net if if I know I'm just going to play like one or two – one game, and then the next night it's going to be Corpus solo Yeah. So And then Elvis today uh, mentioned Or we got some notification today He's out Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out He was out at practice today I believe With a non-COVID related illness So I'm just like Jesus dude Can this kid even stay healthy Like I I don't know Maybe it's nothing Maybe he just got a little sick And you know he'll be fine But it's just uh, It's unfortunate He's he's out of practice I don't know if he's going to be able to, to go tomorrow night Because like Corpy went the last night, the the last game in Carolina, so you would think that Elvis would be in net tomorrow night against Carolina. Right. So who knows if he's going to be in and and, and being able to go. So maybe this does give Corpy a chance to get a few games under his belt consistently. Uh, Otherwise, I'm over the tandem goalie bullshit. It's not working, right? Uh, So to keep doing it is the definition of insanity, like in my opinion.
1: Yep. And our goalies haven't been bad the last couple games. I mean, they're not giving up a lot of goals. I mean, we're talking about – uh, you know they gave up three goals against the Stars, two against the Stars, one in a shootout. So it was one in you know regular and then overtime. Um, you know two goals, two goals, three goals. Three so it's goals. not really been the goalies. It's really been about scoring goals. And I think that's the next guy. I think we want to talk about is Patrick Line. Yeah, and it, like, but,
0: but what I mean by that is like, do you think that the that the goal like switching the goalie in and out has anything to do with? Or takes away any of our ability to consistently score goals.
1: Oh yeah, I've, I said that from the beginning, and that's why I was like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, it's just like how much. It's not like if. It's how much, and right. I think it's okay. I think it's pretty significant on that aspect of it. But it really hasn't been the goalies as of late, no. and right now no. we don't have a choice. It's Corpy because. We got Elvis out. So, I mean, like, let's see if Corp. can get hot. He's had this opportunity before so with Elvis times. being injured. So many times with Elvis being injured. Let's see if it happens. But, I mean, we need to score goals for him. And the main guy that needs to score goals right? is obviously Patrick Line. He's brought here to score goals, you know, get assist, be that guy. And he sucks. What It's not does he suck. It's how much does he suck.
0: Right. It's not a question because people argue will be like, Patrick Laine doesn't suck. And I'm like, have you watched the past 10 games? He's fucking terrible. I mean, he can't carry the puck. He can't really skate that well. He's not one of, the, our, of our best skaters. And so it just brings to the question, really, the only thing that he's so far that in his game uh, that he is going to be able to do is score goals on the power play. Five on five right now, he's not getting any looks. He's even said his confidence is in the toilet. He's not, He's not shooting the puck when he has the opportunity. He's just completely absent, dude, and it's like, does Patrick Line suck? I mean, I don't know. Like, I I don't, I don't want to go that far, but my God, the guy. You watch the highlight. I remember watching the his highlight reel right from Winnipeg when he gets traded over here, and he's firing the puck from all over the zone, scoring goals from everywhere, and we're just not seeing that at all. He's not shooting the puck. He's not. He's not holding on to the puck. He can't catch the puck. Can't receive a good pass. I don't know his games. His game has not looked good the past couple of games, and it's starting to worry me. It's like, Jesus, does he suck? I I don't know.
2: My question for you with Patrick Liney is: Do do we think that that's a result of the relationship that him and Torts has now? Because he got here, he started riding. You know, he had a hot hand. Mm -hmm. He was making those shots. He was getting those looks. He was skating well. You know, and then we've had some. Him and Torts have had some issues with each other is a plD is has he just checked out on this torts idea of you know of how to run a hockey team
0: it sure looks like it when he's on the ice yeah he seems disinterested he doesn't seem like he's you know interested in in winning games for this team at all it kind of looks like he's just coasting through and almost either waiting to be traded or waiting to play out the remainder of his contract or waiting to play out the remainder of this year I'm sorry in the hopes that the jackets will hire a new coach next year.
2: And do we think that he's got enough pull that, you know, he can be some kind of influence to that? I personally think that we may end up, in fact, having a new coach come next season with Torts' contract being up um, and just the overall play that we've seen and the way that they've handled this team this year. um, I could see that as a very real possibility. Oh, for sure.
0: Um, I I really – I do think that – Tortorella's done after this year I think it's been pretty obvious at this point now because he doesn't have a new deal when asked about his new contract he refuses to comment and a lot of his decisions Elliot Friedman even mentioned it on NHL Network like a couple of weeks ago some of his decisions in these games are almost it almost looks like he's trying to get fired right the other night when we're I forget what game it is a couple of weeks ago we're in uh, late in the third period and even into overtime, and he sits line A again. Yeah. You know, he shortens the bench on line A, and it's like, Jesus, dude, we just traded for this super mega star goal scorer, and we're not even going to play him in the third period or into overtime. Yep. So I don't know. I, I think that the Tortorella line A thing is just an, is an example of two guys who want to play the game completely differently. Absolutely. I don't think Line a is a Tortorella guy. You know, he's not. He's not your skate, and grind him against the boards, and dump the puck in and go get it kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that's. I'm gonna mosey around. I'm gonna find a little bit of open space, and when I get the puck, I'm gonna be able to fire it at the net. And we are not giving him that space. He's not finding that space. Whatever's happening with him and Tortorella is not meshing with. It is not meshing whatsoever. And, and I think
2: that we can. As fans, we can all look back over the last couple seasons. Yes, Tortorello has been there, and we have gotten to the playoffs. But that style of play has not gotten us through the playoffs. Right, We are playing against getting teams that do not, not do enough. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they do not just dump it and go after it. You know, they are strategic in getting that puck into their zone, and we're not defending well against it, and we can't mimic it. Because Tortorella does not want to mimic that. He wants to play a different style of hockey than these other teams. And other than that sweep we had, we overall haven't played well in in the playoffs. I've so seen
1: I, I've seen the I've seen the dump shit work before. Oh I no, mean, this team you that's we used to be great at it. No, I mean like I've even seen I mean like not all the time like that's not your number 1, but I see a lot of teams, you know, when they get certain personnel on the ice, it's it's one of those things where they they think they believe that they got the speed on the outside to get to the puck, throw it into the middle. That's what we never do. Throw it into the middle and get pucks and just have somebody there, have somebody floating in, whether it's a defender trying to get his big ass in there to just take up some space in the middle, and they want to chuck it side to side and see if they can get some shots on goal.
2: But I think that's our problem: is we can't execute
0: that. We're not built for that. Yeah, right. I
1: feel like this team
0: is, even if it's it's like it's like seventy five percent the same roster we had last year. Yeah, but with the loss of Pierre Luc Dubois and with the loss of Josh Anderson those big physical guys who can forecheck deep in your own zone, it's hard to play that kind of that kind of style of game right now because you look down the center of the ice for us, and even on the wings, we're not, we don't, we're not built for dumping the puck right now and no. going to get it. We don't have guys who can get in there, get physical, in deep, get along the boards, and, and fight for that puck.
1: We got a couple of them, but it's, it's probably why Panarin left. He's really not built for that either. He you want to give him the opportunity to just get the puck in space, you know, let him, you know, skate with it into the zone yes. and it just wasn't God. It wasn't an option.
0: I loved watching him play.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you watch any of these guys that come in from other teams and when they when they can get the puck and it's them skating it into the zone and they're playing their style of hockey rather than than our dumping runs, it's beautiful to watch. It is yeah. beautiful hockey to watch because they're skating it in. They're either attacking the net immediately or they've got guys that are coming up and they're, they're passing it off. They're still in the middle of the ice. I mean, it's just a lot more enjoyable hockey to watch. And I think it's a lot more effective hockey.
0: Um I was watching Boston the other night and I watched Marchand get on the forecheck and get in deep in the corner and as soon as he got it he throws it right to the middle of the ice and we did we are so incapable of accomplishing a play like that we don't even think to do that uh-uh. we're throwing it around the outsides of the boards throwing it back up to the d swinging it back around trying to create a cycle Ooh. jesus you watch boone jenner just i mean he'll just they'll they'll cycle in one corner consistently for you know if they get the puck and try to do that and it's just you don't win hockey games by trying to keep the puck in the corner. You yeah, know? you got to score goals. And with these teams that we're playing right now, they're defensively. It's sound only good
1: enough. for knocking off like short amounts of time.
0: Right. If you want to delay like the other team from getting the puck, sure, that's a good strategy to have. But at the same time, you got to hope for like a one nothing type of type of game where you know you you then you do get one extra one and you do, you tie the game up or maybe take a two one lead. By some, you know, fluky kind of right. kind of goal.
1: You're not winning hockey games in 2021 two to one very often. No,
0: right, not no.
2: Anymore. I mean, if you look, and and I play, I play a lot of over unders in these hockey games. They're going over a lot,
1: a lot of times, a
2: lot of times. You know, and there, ninety percent of these games. The line's at five and a half. I mean, they're smashing these overs, yeah. you know. Very rarely do you have do you have a game go under consistently.
0: So what do we do with line A, dude? What, I what think, do you do? Because I mean, here's the thing is you could trade him. And you probably could get a really nice return for a guy like that. So, bring, you know, it's interesting to think about. Would you trade Patrick Line a?
1: No, I don't believe me or Yarmo would do it. I'm just going to say that right now. I think torts is gone before line a right. You have to,
0: it's pick one, right? Yeah. Pick uh, one or the other. You're either sticking with torts or you're kind of sticking with line Yeah, a.
2: because I'll tell you the other players in this league are seeing what's happening. They obviously all talk to each other, you know? Yeah. I mean, granted as a player, if he gets traded, he gets traded, you know, that's the way of the world. That's how it works. But if they talk to Patrick and they say, you know, what happened to you? You know, you got there, you got hot, and, and you just fizzled out. He, he's going to tell them. You know, I'm not. I don't like. I don't like towards hockey. You know, so I don't think that it's. I don't think that it's going to be productive for us to move him right now with towards still
0: is, right. As our right. We finally have a guy who is capable and has a shot. Yeah, that can change a game. We're not seeing it right now, unfortunately for whatever reason, you know, we try to figure it out, but we obviously have no idea, but it's obviously it's obviously not there. So I do agree. I think you want to hold on to something like that and maybe try to find a different solution to this in the off season. Yep. Whether that be a new coach, whether that be trading other pieces and trying to get him some more assistance, trying to get him a nice centerman that can distribute him the puck a little bit better than the centerman that we have right now. Those kinds of things would be a strategy that I would take as opposed to just trading line A.
2: Yeah, because I'll tell you right now, if we keep playing like this, our off season is going to come a lot quicker than we want it to. Yep. So
0: yep. we may not have to wait too awful long. You know who's been really fucking good recently? Our fourth line. <laughs> and I can't believe they're our fourth line. Mateo, McKinnis, and Robinson. Because they are. all three of those guys are leading our team in Corsi 4 percentage. So Corsi four percentage is the percentage of shot attempts for your team while you're on the ice. So uh, Ryan McInnes at 61.4%, Mateo at 58.9%, and Robinson at 52.3%. All three of those guys up at the top of our Corsi four percentage list. And if you watch them here recently, even the past couple of games since McInnes has come up and has been uh, center in that Mateo and Robinson line, They've been pretty good. They get the puck in deep. They do cycle it around a lot. They waste some time for the other team. They haven't really put one away yet. I don't think that they've scored a goal yet. But, you know, they, they're certainly... If you put them on the ice more, I think they could generate some more shots and some more goals. Because... And this is where I'm going with that. Those three guys are the at the bottom of our time on ice numbers. So our... Technically... Our guys who are providing for us some of our best scoring chances are playing the least amount of time on our team and that's concerning to me and that's concerning to me with as a co- if I were a coach i'd be like
1: i'd just be like okay. in the in the world of analytics obviously that that kind of small sample can happen, but what you need to do with that is you need to find out if number one is it is it an out is it an outlier like are they just are they efficient because they're on the ice for less amount of time? So they're getting, you know, they, they have gotten these opportunities in the small amount of time and it's boosted that score. Or are they actually really efficient and if you give them more ice time, they just stay right there and boom, we have a really good we have a really good line. But we have to get them to that next level was what you're saying. They need to have more time on the ice to see if this is actually thing, right?
0: Right. Well, yeah, that's because I think the Corsi 4 percentage leading leading a team in that statistics statistic and having the least amount of ice time is even more of like an, an example of how powerful that statistic is because they aren't on the ice as much as some of the other guys and they're still generating more of the shot attempts for this team. So putting them on the ice more to me makes much more sense than 100 percent where
1: they are 100 we got to figure out if the more time on ice we get even more yeah if you it does that does that help
0: try to throw these guys on the ice a little bit
1: more yeah yeah see if that helps throw them out there for
0: 15 minutes a game throw them up there with this as the second line put those guys out there every other shift just see what happens something what we're doing right now obviously isn't working too well and those guys are generating shots they're getting looks. They're getting opportunities. They're keeping the puck deep in our own zone. And I, I would like to see what they can do if they play a lot more than nine minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes and 31 seconds. Cause
1: and I would like to see what the guys that aren't earning the top spot do with less ice time. Right. You're a little bit fresher. You know, you got yeah. a little bit more time to think about, you know, why you're kind of in the doghouse right now and work your way out of it. Yeah.
0: Throw throw some of those other guys down down the down the lineup maybe and – and the thing is, the argument's always like, well, you're paying those guys more, so they deserve to play. But it's like, I don't give a fuck about that right yeah. now. Who's playing the best hockey right now? Yeah. It's Mateo, McInnes,
1: and Robinson. I'm and it's, it's, it's pretty. I've never, I've never seen money win anybody any games ever. Right. I've never seen Might actual money, money. Right. Money, it, yeah.
0: Well, it's just because I mentioned it on Twitter to, like, you know, throw Felino and, and maybe some other guys down a little bit. Jenner and, and down throw them down a little bit. Um, and put some of these other guys up a little bit, like Matteo McKinnis, and Robinson. And you know the argument is, well, you can't put Felino on the fourth line. He he's a five million dollar a year. You don't put a five million dollar a year on the on the fourth line. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Who cares? Put somebody up there on who's who's ever playing the best hockey. Put them put them on Who the Who gives ice. us the
1: best opportunity Who to win? Who gives you the best
0: chance to win a hockey game?
2: I I would almost say, what if we just kept the lines the same and just bumped the ice time? So that way they're still well, yeah, playing yeah. against other fourth liners. You know, I mean, it well, gets it gets mixed up so uh, much it does in, get mixed in up, action. Yeah, like
1: sure. maybe just play I mean, the would, fourth line more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think
0: it, I I think it would get mixed up less that the
1: way. Thing about when you
0: do that is though, is like it, it's kind of the same thing. It's like if you're just gonna keep them on the fourth line but play them more, then they're pretty they're much still going to end up with line. other shifts. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know. I think that they look great. I've been really excited to kind of see McKinnis finally up in the lineup. He's been a one of our staples in Cleveland for a very long time. And to see him consistently get on the ice has been pretty interesting. And that comes at the expense of sending guys like Alex Texier and Mikhail Gregorinko down to the taxi squad, which is fucking crazy to me, right? I mean, not based on the way that they've been playing this season, but at the beginning of the season, we were talking about Alex Texier grabbing one of the top spots on our team, you know, and having himself a nice little season. And that has not been the case whatsoever Mm -mm. he's been he's been poopy poop
1: quite the opposite quite the opposite rough rough to watch he actually made his way completely off the team into a completely different team
2: Yeah, yeah went the opposite direction of what we all expected
1: you hate to see it you do hate to see it because that is one guy that we needed to shore up the center position and now we're looking elsewhere for somebody else to I feel like
0: up. watching him this year, though, it's been like he's not a centerman. We just need to stop trying to put him in the middle. He's too skinny and small, or at least right now. Like He's not going to go in there and, and muscle his way around down the middle of the ice. I feel like he's more of a winger, and that's where he should stay. But that's just where I'm at on it. I think he's good at it, too. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's got a good shot. He's yeah. fast, and he can handle the puck. Yes, I feel like he's just struggling to find all of that consistently at the moment, and it doesn't help that he's jumbling around with you know, fucking five different guys every night, right? Like we say, the torch blender's been rolling, night in and night out, and now he's finding his way to the taxi squad. Now his confidence is probably completely gone. So who knows when we'll see him back? I'd I'd like to see him back up in the lineup, though, maybe as the season draws to an, an end, just to see if. Maybe he can kind of get something going. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it sucks taxi going down to the taxi squad, dude.
1: I don't know what to say about that. He's my boy.
2: Love me some taxi.
1: I do. I I, I got nothing to really say on it other than that it's warranted. Um, his play yep. obviously has not been the greatest. Um, and, you know, that's – you know, when <sighs> we're, we're a team looking for wins, we got to put the guys in position that are playing the best hockey. yep. yep in in there so um yeah uh Grigorenko yeah
0: I didn't really have any strong feelings about him like coming into the season I thought it was a nice signing to try to see if there's anything left in that tank for you know uh, league minimum basically and he hasn't really he wasn't that great he he doesn't seem strong on the puck to me doesn't have that great a puck handling skills he's got an okay shot but uh, I, I'm not, I'm not sold on him, uh, especially when you got guys like Kevin Stenlin kind of coming in and playing the way he is. Who, again, I think is a guy who needs to move up in the lineup a little bit, play a little bit more. Torres giving me the the no face. Not, not for Kevin Stenland. You're over it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm over it.
0: <laughs> Let's move into a new segment. We're gonna try a new segment on the pod. See how it goes. Last time we tried this, it went fucking terrible. But you know what? We're gonna try it again. Try to keep bringing you some new, updated, fun content. We're going to do one of those. Uh, they kind of do it on PTI. Uh, fill in the blank. I'm going to say a sentence with a blank in it, and you fill it in
1: with whatever you want. We're going to like low-key mad lib it.
0: Mad lib. Yeah, because I haven't really told these guys these yet. So First one coming up here. Patrick Linea is blank at hockey. Hooch?
1: Good when he's not playing for Columbus. Good when
0: he's not playing for Columbus. That's fair. He's a goal scorer that scores goals when he's not playing for Columbus, apparently. tour Patrick Line is blank at hockey.
2: He he beat me to it. I wish you would have called on me first. I'm going to say bad. That's exactly what I was (laughs) going to say. Bad when he's playing for Columbus.
0: Patrick Line is sucky at hockey. (sighs) He doesn't carry the puck in well. He doesn't skate well. He's got a great shot, but, man, what good's a shot if you're not going to shoot the puck? We need this guy to really come in here and start shooting the puck, firing the puck at the net or else what's the point of having him on the team. So uh, it's frustrating. Next one. The Blue Jackets should be blank at the trade deadline, buyers or sellers, or whatever the hell you want to put in there.
2: Traders. It should be Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. They should just put that sign out, Put pull down the Nationwide <laughs> Arena sign, Trader Joe's Arena, um, <laughs> official. For there's a least, fire sale. Yeah, an absolute. Fire oh my sale. God!
0: There's a fire.
2: Move them all. Sale. You know, a couple weeks ago, I had a couple beers and had accidentally said something about moving Elvis. Now I'm at the point where I'm I'm back on that. Move them. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. it doesn't make any difference to me. Fucking trade Everybody anybody. freaked out when I.
0: Everybody and anybody's said up Elvis,
2: for And then I I backtracked it. Now I'm not backtracking it. Move them. Okay. Whatever. Whatever,
0: blow yeah, it up. If you can get something nice for them. Yep. Hooch, the Blue Jackets should be blank at the trade
1: deadline. You go next.
0: I'm gonna say sellers. <laughs> Hardcore sellers. I don't know. Trader Joe's is an excellent way to uh, to put it, but yeah, I'm I'm going with the uh, Arrested Development meme of the fire sale. You guys ever watch that show? Jesus oh, I, Christ,
2: yeah. that was that was, was my so show fun. back in the day. Some Arrested Development. They're having a
0: fire sale. All the flames. Burn it to the ground. Fucking trade everybody. I'm over it. I don't care who you trade for who. Trade them to somebody. Try to get something in return. Let's move on. Let's try to leave this season battered but not too bruised. And, uh, yeah, and try I to yeah, I mean honestly, the
2: only real piece of player memorabilia that I have from the CBJ is a Josh Anderson puck. So at this point, it's like you know what, move them. Everything else I own just says Columbus Blue Jackets. So <laughs> we're basing our decisions on a- what.
0: Memorabilia we possess. Yeah, I don't
1: have any. Move it. Yeah, move them.
0: Hooch. Blue Jackets should be blank at the trade deadline.
1: I'm gonna say like stagnant. Like just don't do don't do anything. Hmm. Just don't do anything. Boo. Yeah, boo this man. Way to pick aside. Boo this man. Boo. No, and my reasoning makes way more sense than you guys, obviously, because. The, the crazy part about the Blue Jackets right now is we've got a we've got a very young team. So, you know, the older side of that, if we're going to rebuild, like, what are we getting? Are we getting younger than what we're already at? Because we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL already. Staying stagnant means that I think we just come in with a different game plan the next year and we use what we've got. Because we've got a young core of, I think, decent players. Um I, I do think there are going to be some guys that we have to get rid of, and we're going to have to replace those guys with maybe some free agents in the offseason. I think we're going to have to limp our way through this. I don't think we'll finish well. Unfortunately, I think we'll finish in the middle. It happens. You take your losses there.
0: Pack up, take your losses. Okay, I get it. And here's my point to argue for that as well. I, I kind of – I could agree with that to an extent um, is the, the – uh, Salary cap is not going up next year, and a lot of teams are flirting with being disaster right at the top of the cap, and they're probably going to have to get rid of some guys that they may not want to be getting rid of. Um, they thought that that was going to happen this year. You know, one example comes to mind is Braden Point for Tampa Bay. I think I think without since they were since Tampa was able to move Kucherov to the long term IR, they were able to knock his salary off the books and keep Braden Braden Point there on his salary. I don't know if that's going to be necessarily the case next season if Kucherov comes back healthy. And I feel like a lot of teams are going to be in this predicament that are flirting with being at the top of the cap and having to re-sign some of these star players who are going to demand more money. And I think Yarmo's even mentioned that a couple of times, how he's going to be really interested in looking at those situations around the league where teams are having to let guys go that they may really want to hold on to, but they're just not going to be able to afford it because of the salary cap. Could make for an interesting offseason with free agents. Could be a, maybe a lot more uh, free agents coming. So Hooch has got a point. I like it. Told you. When the Blue Jackets are on I TV, told you. <laughs> I win right. all the time.
2: Don't give him that.
0: When the Blue Jackets are on TV, I blank instead of watching the Blue Jackets game. What do you occupy I'll your go, time with I'll besides go watching oh, I went yeah, last. We'll last. I, go.
1: I went last the last time. So I try to watch literally any other sport on TV, <laughs> usually like gymnastics or something like that, and then I'd go into DraftKings and see if I can gamble on it.
0: Boom. Yeah, Eric's watching women's gymnastics besides the Blue Jackets. The
2: other night I, I watched a game of Tag. It was, like, <laughs> it was more exciting. like teams of parkour. It was on NBC. All Sports that like that super
0: word. hardcore tag yeah, show. Yeah, it's just parkour. I've, I've seen that. Is it, yeah. is it good? I would uh, like to re- I can't
2: gamble on it, which is upsetting. Um, but I probably spent four or five beers last night watching it. Oh,
0: I got
1: you. I'd like to resend my answer real quick because actually what I've really been into is watching like trivia on like YouTube and stuff and trying to guess it instead of them before them and that's been mean? kind of fun
0: what, the like trivia shows yeah oh.
1: huh. like Jeopardy. Yeah, like Barstool Not Runs 1 where they do a lot of uh, okay. sports, sports-esque sports questions. And it's kind of oh, fun to get my...
0: That sounds fun. I'm going to need these links because I, unfortunately, still fucking watch this goddamn team play every fucking night. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> like... yeah. The day is spent with a when lot. When the jackets are, are on, you I still, unfortunately, a... watch the jackets. I'll
1: give you a preview of what we do after this podcast. Perfect.
0: I need something else to occupy. Because there's, actually some, actually, and, really there's actually
1: some NHL uh, categories, too, I could use some help oh, on. That sounds yeah, fun. Super fun.
0: I do like watching Jeopardy reruns though on Netflix. Have you guys seen some of those? There's reruns they, on Netflix. Well, they have some of the seasons of Jeopardy on Netflix of people who have made long runs. Oh yeah, so yeah. So you can yeah, watch yeah, their yeah. like whole run. Yeah, and it's pretty cool.
2: Now I'm I'm actually back through my fourth time for the series Hell on Wheels. Oh. I actually had to pick up an AMC Plus subscription, subscription just for it to do through that. Amazon. Gotcha. It used to be on Netflix, and that's where I watched it the first three times. Oh. If All right, like boys, Westerns, let's get this rolling. Watch Hell on Wheels. Oh, I think this moving is on excellent way. content. <laughs> yeah. This on. is what the people want to hear, Hooch. Yeah.
0: Let's roll. The best place to eat in the arena district is blank. Tour, you had some strong feelings I'll on this first. one. I'll go It's right. Boston's for me. What do you get at Boston's? What's so good about Boston?
2: <laughs> I'm a child, um, and generally I just get the fish and fries. Fish and but chips, I'll get, eh? Yeah, but I'll get some uh, – I'll get an app. I'll get an appetizer. They've got the uh, – uh, pepperoni cheese stick things oh like pepperolis or kind of yeah boston's version of (laughs) (laughs) pepperolis but yeah absolutely delicious you have to get there like two hours before uh the doors the gates open at nationwide in order to get a seat or you're not getting a seat or your food in time um but yeah if we get down there early enough it's easy we just walk right to boston's we'll eat and then we try to get there early enough so we can eat there and then head over to our bar for a couple beers
0: My favorite place to eat in the Arena District, and I don't know if it... I think it counts as being in the Arena District, is it's in the North Market, which is right there, right across the street. So I'm going to pick Hot Chicken Takeover. That shit is fire. If you haven't been to Hot Chicken Takeover, then fuck you. That's all I've got to say about that. And Hot Chicken Takeover is actually going to be a vendor at the new Crew Stadium. Uh, They're going to have a vendor spot over there so you can get you some hot chicken takeover sandwiches i'm telling you if you haven't had the hot chicken takeover sandwich do yourself a favor go over there get you the sandwich with some mac and cheese and some slaw oh shit that shit's on another fucking level hooch where are you going in the arena district for some grub
1: now i had to look this up because i'm not like real familiar with like the areas usually when we go there we just go there get some our bar with some beers usually eat before i go there that way i get loaded up let that digest because i'm going to drink a shitload of alcohol i just i like to put it in there just because i there is a place that does hot dogs and i am a big fan of hot dogs so is it the cart
2: that's sitting outside a brother's bar Cause there's a there's a hot dog cart outside, brother. No, it's called no.
1: Tasty Dog. Oh. oh, Tasty Dog, and that looks delicious. Like I was just looking it up, and I was like, I love me some hot dogs. I love
0: kosher all beef hot dogs. So I've never even heard of that place.
1: So guess what? Tasty dog I'm going with tasty dog <laughs> I've never answer. even ate there But I that love me What the fuck what? How can you pick a place You've never eaten Because, so because like literally If I go there right now Because I don't know What's still there Because obviously We've had some changes With like COVID And the last time That I've All been right. there Because um, What's the The pint room <laughs> Is it a pint house We're Or, a pint, or a pint house Yeah, pint yeah. A pint That's house. on high okay. street Yeah, yeah yep. I thought it was right there What's on the corner
2: Yeah That's
0: pint house
1: on the, no, at the arena pint. district oh the half, half pint. pint half, half pint, pint. Half that's right
2: place is good. It half pint. It's, but it's all like the was same gonna say, thing cause I because i know there's one but, in marysville uh, too so yeah, it's yeah, half, yeah, yeah half, half, pint. Pint. half
1: they but, got some good grub over there they got oh, some yeah. good grub that's yeah. what yeah. we yep, used to go get good. food there is that still there we went yeah i think so we haven't been there for the game that exactly so that's When we all met up for the red wings game
0: we
2: met up with uh casey and hurlman there yeah and i met up with you guys that's where we met up was a half pint they yeah. got some delicious
0: Great fries. That's where I'm planning to Great hit stuff. up before the game
1: that, the uh, that yes. we go. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hooch, you have. Are you are you in on that? We haven't talked
1: about that yet. We have it. We'll talk about it though. Talk about it after the pod. Yeah. I
0: got one more of these. Fill in the blanks. Let's, Let's wrap it up it. here.
1: Let's do it. If
0: the jackets or no, I got a couple. Sorry. If the jackets do end up making the playoffs, they will be eliminated faster than blank. The
2: Buckeyes when it's tourney time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wait. Uh, that was a uh, I was good one, sitting dude. On
2: that the whole time,
0: faster than the Buckeyes in the fucking NCAA tournament. Faster than the blink of an eye. This faster team's than the out. Big Ten in the NCAA yeah, yeah. tournament. Oh, Jesus.
2: Let's just make that an umbrella statement. This team's
0: gone, dude. There's no chance. Even if they do, even if we do weasel our way in this year. There's no chance that we're doing anything in the playoffs. This team's way too inconsistent. Just, yeah,
2: they just can't consistently play good hockey.
0: We're not beating anybody at the top of this division four
1: times. No way. Tampa we're we're going out faster than the Blue Jackets in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> that's All a, right. okay. That's yeah.
0: the definition of yeah. yeah. Will, I'm just going to end it on the, No, I got we got one more. We got one more. If the Jackets do beat the Hurricanes tomorrow night, Thursday night, and we steal we take 2 or 3 out of 4 against Carolina, my feelings on this team will blank not be changed. Not be changed. You're still off. Still off. Still after off.
2: That. I consider it a fluke.
1: Pooch. My feelings. Uh, <laughs> my feelings <laughs> don't. My feelings don't really change either. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we
0: ride this train sometimes, though, of like when the jackets win a game. And we get on Twitter, or at least I do, because it's, oh, all, we're in the it's group just chat. so...
2: We win that game, we're in the group chat. We're just like, let's go!
1: We're going
0: to win the fucking cup, and yeah. then we get shut out by Carolina the this other is a night,
1: good. Just- this is a good seg right now. My feelings are going to change if we go into our, like, Chicago, and we're able to steal two at Chicago, get two, not just wins, two wins, four points. That's all I want. We go into Tampa, we steal one of those, then I'm talking...
0: That's right. If we can do that, problem is we don't play Chicago. Or right, I'm sorry,
1: here. I'm I'm sorry, Detroit, Detroit. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. The thing I'm sorry. is, is we
0: keep splitting with Detroit.
1: That that that's you know, it's like we, we don't, don't fucking
0: it. beat Detroit. We need to beat the piss out of somebody. Yeah, I want. I'm I'm ready for a team to fucking beat the brakes off of somebody. I want them to look good one night. In regulation, we're winning a game four to one, and I'm like, wow, we kicked the shit out of that team tonight. And then we I come have back not said the next that
1: yet. And then we come back the next, next night, night. and do it again. And do it again.
0: Do it twice in a row. We need some of that action. Because, yeah, we got, let's see, looking at the schedule coming up Carolina, Detroit, Detroit. You're right. Hope, if we can snag some, some more in a row there, maybe I'm changing my mind a little bit as it turns into Tampa, Tampa, Florida, Florida, Tampa, Tampa. And, and then it's like, Oh shit. But it's like Hooch was saying, we snag one of those against Tampa. We snag one of those against Florida. I, I don't know. I just feel like we can't keep splitting these fucking series with teams. I wanna see it. I wanna see the Jackets go out and consistently beat a team twice in a row, confidently, with you know, three more goals than the other team. I'll so.
2: tell you though, we all sit here as betting men and most of us gamble Almost every night, pretty consistently. <laughs> I'm not putting a dollar on us doing that.
1: I won't do it. I, if we yeah. do Why it? would you? We have never done it. Exactly. Not this year. We have not right. done it. No. You know?
0: Because sitting right now, it looks like <clears throat> looking at the standings, we're right out of it in fifth place with 33 points. Chicago's right up there in fourth with 35. So, like, we are one game out of it. Yeah. But we're sitting. Then I look at it a little closer, at least some of these superficial stats. We have a minus 20 goal differential. And other teams, even in that same area, uh, Nashville's is pretty bad, but I feel like that's going to come back and fucking bite us in the ass at some (coughs) point, and and we're going to fall. I don't see us hanging around these standings if if we keep playing the way we are because we we still got Dallas, who has four games in hand on us, and I, I just can't see Dallas playing like shit the way that they are once they get well, they just got Radulov back, and I've been hearing that Sagan, uh, Tyler Sagan's coming back relatively soon as well. So I can't see Dallas hanging around back there. So I don't know. Maybe we do squeeze and wiggle our way into that fourth spot in the playoffs. I just, if we, even if we do, big whoop, I don't see us doing anything in that tournament whatsoever. <laughs> Did you guys see the, uh, <laughs> that fucking ref <laughs> in the Detroit or was it Detroit Nashville game I can't remember yeah it was definitely it was, Nashville yeah it was Detroit yeah well Nashville. definitely it was Nashville cuz he Detroit. says right after a penalty gets called you hear him go to a, a, on his mic he says he's like yeah I wanted to get a fucking penalty on Nashville early or no it wasn't much of some, wasn't much of anything there but I wanted to get a fucking penalty on Nashville early and it's like this just confirms. I mean, right. it confirms the makeup calls that we makeup always makeup calls that everybody knows is part and of the we're game.
2: Drinking and we, you know, we pick it out. We're like, yep, that's a makeup call.
0: I feel like that's part of
2: sports. It is. It, I, I, as a fan, it absolutely is. But it's an unwritten
0: and unspoken. Right, you can't go around fucking talking about it. You can't right. go around saying it. Yeah. But they fired his ass. Yeah. He's. So uh, they're like, like the, the
1: police. They turn off their body cams all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> turn off your
0: fucking mics. <laughs> to her space right now.
1: He's dying. He's dying. Yeah,
2: that's it. That, that's that's it. the
1: exact comparison. That dude's so gone. Accurate. That
0: dude's gone. Is that? I feel like that was kind of extreme. I don't know. It's just like, are we seeing finally like maybe some accountability <laughs> for some of these fucking reps making these dumbass fucking calls? When they, they got they a hot did. mic, yeah, yeah. When you got a hot mic and you fucking say it, just, especially the way he don't says, "Don't
2: talk it. if you have a mic." Right. They put it on you before the game. Whenever you just don't talk to anybody. two You 60 minutes. Just don't. And just there's don't a high fly ball
0: to right center field, and that'll make. <laughs> <a fun>. <laughs> 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 I think that's all we got for you today, that's, ladies and gents. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. To end that's gonna on.
1: wrap up this episode of Man in the Cannon. But that's what we need to do at the end of this. We just need a, a good stretch. We need to beat these good teams. We keep fucking saying that. <laughs> I know
0: <laughs> we to, we're like we need to just fucking start win winning win games win. just start fucking winning games and it's not happening dude I've given start up winning like, games just start
1: listening to the podcast start that's listening
0: all. to the fucking pod torts we've got it all figured out right, right. here you he don't listen to anybody let alone us
1: fire yourself get somebody <laughs> else in there that runs a completely different scheme that's what we need you to do torts
0: Nevertheless, I do still... You know what? I'm fucking looking forward to this game against Carolina tomorrow I'm gonna night. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch Damn it. Damn it. I'm always going to watch and play Detroit. I'm going to
2: start drinking early, but I'm going to watch I'll it. I'll tell you what.
0: I don't give a fuck if we suck ass every single year. I'll watch us beat the shit out of the Detroit Red Wings every night. I don't care when What about it is.
1: Carolina first?
0: Well, I know, but after Carolina, we got Detroit twice, so... Mike, it gives us a chance to beat up on the Red Wings, which is fine with me. Because they beat the shit out of us for 20 years, and I was so tired of watching that shit. I'm always for Detroit sucking ass, so I ain't got nothing else.
1: That's it, boys. Thank you for listening. Follow us at Man in the Cannon, Mr. Locon. Don't forget
0: to follow us at Man in the Cannon on Twitter. We got contests we throw out. We need to get doing that a little bit more. Kind of been slacking on that a little bit. But we play the showdowns. We play the tiers competitions. Make sure you follow. Pay attention. Join those contests. Throw in some money. It makes it a little bit more fun. Check out our brother podcast, the Treadnecks podcast. Treadnecks DFS.
2: It's Bristol. Bristol on dirt this week. Me and Deej will be... uh Doing that podcast here in the next day or so, so uh I'm ready to take everybody's money in dirt this week.
1: <sighs> Tour loves him some dirt track. God, dirt track it. racing. Oh man! Oh, tell you, oh, I
2: don't know what that means.
1: I don't know what, you know what that, mean. that means. <laughs> yeah, hey, you don't need know that. It. Don't make no sense. Hey, you
2: don't need know what it means. I'm you to make it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tour gonna come in last this week. God, I, been swear oh, damn, <laughs> S- man, I swear to God, damn boy. Everybody know that. I
2: swear to God.
1: So, all right. Thank you for listening. Peace out. See you later.
0: Peace.